You are listening to the Joe Mays and J Rap Show, bringing you the latest news and commentary on baseball. The 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out. The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball. Hockey. College football. The Big Ten Championship lies on a measurement. Did he get it? No! He didn't get it! Penn State holds! They brought back the fun, they brought back the excitement, and now they've brought back a Big Ten Championship. The Penn State Nittany Lions are Big Ten Champions. And the NFL. 116 to go, 41 yards. Cardona. Six titles, nine appearances. How about the drive to go close it out? You see Tom Brady. Enjoy him, folks. You're never, ever going to see it again. Not in our lifetime. Nope. So here's Zerline, part one, 48 yards. And we'll end it. No good. The rain continues. Yes, it does. They've got to snap it. One more time, the ball will end up in the hands of Tom Brady on the kneel down. And there it is. The dynasty continues. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Rafa. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's just me this week. Justin is unavailable. But hopefully he'll be back with me this weekend as we talk, uh, well, more football because that's what we talk around here almost exclusively anymore. But that's okay because football is the best. So on episode 292 here this evening, going to be probably pretty short. It's just me. Um, just have the two games to talk about. And we're going to uh, start with Chiefs-Titans and then get to the Packers-49ers game. But obviously, I'm sure you're all aware that Super Bowl 54 is set up, matchup Chiefs 49ers, which I'm very happy about. Uh, you know, going into it, there was pretty much only, really only one team I didn't want to see for sure, and that was obviously the New England Patriots. And thankfully, um, you know, kind of indirectly related to uh, the Dolphins beating them in week 17, sort of helped them uh, get kicked out of the playoffs early and they had to play in the wild card round. They lost to the Titans, which I predicted a few weeks ago. And uh, here we are. I was pretty much in a no lose situation uh, other than my Dolphins ever making it to the playoffs, which has only happened, what, two or three times in the last 20 years. Um, I'll take the Patriots not winning the Super Bowl. That is uh, pretty close to uh, a, a, a perfect season, not having to see the Patriots win. So, yeah, that's great. Obviously, I was pulling for the Chiefs, and I will be doing so in the Super Bowl. Um, you know, like Andy Reid, liked him when he was in Philadelphia. I have continued to like him uh, as he's uh, been with the Chiefs for a few years now, and I've been rooting for him for a while. And then, obviously, when a friend of the show, Chad Henney, signed with them prior to the 2018 season, we were, you know, our uh, our hopes and uh, our cheers for them got louder. 
And uh, it's just great after uh, three straight tries, uh, a team that Chet Henning is on has made it to the Super Bowl. So, yeah, very excited about that. And uh, we are looking forward to rooting for the Chiefs against the 49ers. Nothing against the 49ers. I, you know, I I don't dislike them or anything. I really I was always a big fan of John Lynch. So I'm glad that uh, he's got that football operation going in the right direction after a, a tough year last year when they went 4-12 and in the second overall pick. Uh, here they are. What a huge uh, turnaround for them. Again, I, you know, I don't have anything against Garoppolo or their stable of running backs and that great defense. They're, they're fun to watch. Had a few of them on my fantasy team. There's a couple Penn Staters, or actually maybe three Penn Staters on the 49ers. So, you know, if they win, that's fine. I'm just going to be rooting for the Chiefs, mostly because I want uh, Chad Henney to get a ring, and I think Andy Reid deserves one as well. But it'll be kind of a fun, relaxing Super Bowl. No one that I really dislike, so... That's great. But how did we get there? How did we end up with Chiefs 49ers? AFC Championship game was the first game on Sunday afternoon in Kansas City. Everyone knows the storyline now. It's been 50 years since the Kansas City Chiefs last played in the Super Bowl, which was Super Bowl Four. The Chiefs were also members, uh, participants in the first ever Super Bowl, which wasn't even called the Super Bowl at the time. It was uh, what, the AFL-NFL championship game. And... Uh, a lot of people thought maybe uh, there was uh, some collusion or conspiracy that, you know, all the professional sports leagues are rigged somehow. And we're going to see Chiefs Packers because this in the 100th year of uh, pro football of the NFL, why not have a matchup that is uh, symmetrical to the first ever Super Bowl uh, Chiefs Packers? Thankfully, that didn't happen because those conspiracy theorists are uh, nut jobs. And uh, we have the Chiefs against the 49ers. The Chiefs-Titans game was the better game of the two for the most part. Um, Each of the games kind of almost flip-flopped where uh, Titans raced out early, Chiefs fought back, and ended up winning relatively easy. I mean, I know... Uh, what was it, 35-24? It's not a big win, but the Chiefs controlled most of that game after uh, after the, the first quarter, whereas the 49ers-Packers game, 49ers controlled the majority of that game until late. They still won big, and it still was pretty uh, convincing and pretty easy, but um, they started strong, kind of ended a little uh, weak, whereas it was kind of the other way for the Chiefs. Of course, the uh, 49ers never... We're behind, whereas you can't say that for the Chiefs, not only this week, but the last two weeks. So Kansas City's definitely going to need to start a little bit quicker if they want to win Super Bowl 54. Um, and besides it being 50 years since the Chiefs were last in it, it's the first time, obviously, then that the Chiefs have uh, the Chiefs have won or earned the Lamar Hunt Trophy, which is obviously named after their late owner, who is a key cog in not only the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, but in the, the um, success of the AFL. So Titans Chiefs had it go down. I think I can pull up some highlights here and we can take a look at them together. And yeah, here we go. So like I said, it was all Titans early and um, they, they rode Derrick Henry and then good uh, play action passes from nine Tannehill. Um, things were looking a little bleak and you thought, wow, I'm, you know, this Tennessee team can do no wrong at this point. Uh, they were bottling up the Chiefs' offense. 
Um, you know, eventually it would go up 10 nothing, but it wouldn't stay that way. The Chiefs woke up. They were able to get some things done. They responded and answered, and just like last week, by the time halftime rolled around, Kansas City was winning, and it would go that way the rest of the game. I mean, really, once Kansas City took the lead, I don't know that it ever felt much in doubt. And really, after the way the week before went against the Texans, when Tennessee went up 10 nothing, you knew how fast Kansas City could score. Um, and here you can see Mahomes driving the team down the field and uh, Tyreek Hill doing uh, what he does best, sprinting away from everyone to get Kansas City on the board to cut the Titans lead to 10-7 to just before the end of the first quarter. But, you know, I, I know the... Uh, the Chief offense gets a lot of credit, and they should, with the way they're able to put up points and how quickly they're able to score. But uh, the Chiefs' defense, um, especially in the second half when they had to hold on to the lead, uh, did it a, a great job. I mean, obviously, I don't agree with Frank Clark's assessment that the Chiefs have the best defense, uh, but they're going to get to prove it one more time on the biggest stage of the year. But the Chiefs have a good enough defense to win. Obviously, their offense is incredible. Unfortunately for Chiefs fans, I think history dictates or the trend at least shows that, you know, the the um, cliche is defense wins championships, but we've seen it happen a lot over the last few years. Um, no bigger to me than, geez, what, six years ago now when the uh, Broncos met up with the Seahawks, which was number one offense versus number one defense. and the Seahawks absolutely obliterated them. Uh, I don't know if there's something in that two-week preparation window that uh, that really helps, but it seems that the top defense tends to um, downplay the top offense. And, um, you know, you have the one or two offense defense um, going against each other here. Chiefs 49ers should be a good one. Um, yeah, the 49ers have obviously their hands full with Patrick Mahomes because – um, yeah, they did a great job against Aaron Rodgers, but honestly, right now, Mahomes is better than Rodgers. I don't think, I, I, I don't, maybe that's a surprise to some people. I don't think it should be. Um, but Mahomes is, uh, if you don't think he's the best quarterback in the league, he's got to be top three. I, I don't know that anyone would really say otherwise. He's proven it now for the last two years. Uh, usually if someone's going to fall off, it happens after one year. And, and that certainly didn't happen this year. Uh, and he looked absolutely incredible. You saw a little bit ago that insane touchdown run that Mahomes had. And uh, he just looks he just looks brilliant. He just looks absolutely incredible. Um, it's fun to see the freezing cold takes on the Twitter and Instagram accounts of what people said when the Chiefs got Mahomes. Um, well, almost four drafts ago now. three. This is his third year in the league. So, um, you know, he got that kind of... Uh, by year in his first year sitting behind Alex Smith until what the last game or two of the season um, back in 2017 and man did he take the uh, football world by storm last season and just continued to do so this year and uh, the Chiefs are um, are uh, a threat to score on nearly every play they just have uh, those playmakers everywhere and they're doing it without um, a primary running back you know they have Damian Williams but I don't think anyone would say that he's in the top half in the NFL at least in pure talent um 
He uh, also has uh, the Chiefs have LaShawn McCoy there, um, but he didn't even play um, on Sunday. He was out, I believe, with an illness. And uh, it, it's really Mahomes, the receivers, and, and well, you can throw Kelsey in there too because obviously he's a, a top-tier, top-three, top-two tight end in the league. Could we have the two best tight ends going up against each other in the Super Bowl or, or Kelsey and Kittle, are they the two best tight ends in the league now that Gronkowski's retired? Probably. Um, you, you would think so. So that'll be fun. That'll be interesting. And they both have big personalities as well. And um, that, that should be a great matchup. Uh, so Chiefs over the Titans, 35-24. to 24. A Great year for Tennessee. You know, they, they, they fall a game short. Um, but... They went, what, 11-8 and eight then if you count the playoffs. So that's a pretty good year. Um, six seed upsetting New England and Baltimore. And could you, man, if you if they could have taken down Kansas City, that would have been one heck of a run for a six seed. Uh, they just uh, couldn't do it. And uh, the, the Chiefs offense got it done, but the defense holding Derrick Henry to a, a low output of yardage uh, and most of it coming early in the, in the first half, the first quarter even, um, yeah, it it should be should be a fun Super Bowl, and uh, I'm glad I'm glad the Chiefs made it. So um, the second game was Green Bay at San Francisco. Let me see if I can pull up the highlights from that one. Uh, definitely wasn't as fun to watch, uh, especially early. San Francisco just absolutely dominated Green Bay, uh, much like um, their earlier matchup this season. You know, this isn't the first time we saw this game. Same thing with Chiefs Titans, but uh, Kansas City got the better of them this time around. So let's look at the second game. Uh, Green Bay, San Francisco in San Francisco, obviously the number one seed. San Francisco looked really good in the divisional round, uh, beating the Vikings who had upset the Saints the week before. Packers needed some help to beat the Seahawks. You know, Green Bay was at home, looked to be the better team, got a little bit close late, but um, were able to win it. They go to the Bay Area and just get absolutely dominated by San Francisco. Um, most start the running back uh, filling in for Tevin Coleman, who separated his shoulder early and left. Um, I believe this is the 49ers are his fifth team in four years. Unfortunately, he was with my Miami Dolphins and they didn't keep him, but um, he had an electric game. I think he set a San Francisco rushing record. He, um, the second most rushing yards in a playoff game. Uh, he was over 200 yards, I think 220 yards. Yeah, Raheem Mostert um, from Purdue had an incredible, incredible game. And uh, he, uh, the running game did it all for them. Garoppolo didn't, I'm not even sure he, could, he attempted more than 10 passes. Um, but if, if you're winning, it doesn't really matter. And the, the 49ers, whew, they uh, got up early, you know, 10 nothing in the early second quarter. And then things just kind of snowballed from there. And uh, got worse for the Packers and the San Francisco defense. They they had some issues, um, like middle middle part of the year. You know, the team started what eight and zero and finished thirteen and three. So um, starts win eight, but then go five and three in their next eight. Um, you know, loss to Seattle is not that big a deal. It was the one to Atlanta at home that was just kind of what's going on with San Francisco. Uh, they're having some offensive issues at that time. So if they want to beat the Chiefs, that can't happen again. Uh, but if they're blocking and running like uh, they did against the Packers, they should be okay. Um, Packers defense, I don't know. The, statistically, 
maybe I can pull it up here. I don't want to go away from the highlights, and I don't have it prepared right now. But I'd like to see where Packers D and Chiefs D rank against one another because uh, at least Sunday, the Chiefs D look much better than the Packers um, unit. And honestly, I don't know which uh, which offense – which defense had the tougher time against the offense? So you have the the Packers defense against a 49ers offense and a Chiefs defense against a Titans offense. And with the way the Titans were rolling, honestly, the Chiefs defense looked much better than the Packers did. Um, I don't know that it will be interesting to compare San Francisco offense versus the Tennessee offense because... Um, I don't. I guess the Titans rely more on the running game, whereas the 49ers are a little more balanced. But I, I, people would probably pick Garoppolo over Tannehill. But I don't know. I just the Chiefs' defense st- stood out more to me than the uh, Packers' defense, and I, I'm saying that only because did Kansas City, or excuse me, San Francisco, maybe didn't face as stiff a challenge as they might see in Kansas City. But we've also seen the Chiefs' defense be a huge liability and get gashed. So uh, it's probably going to come down to uh, scheme and play calling. And this is where coaching is going to be invaluable and completely um, at the forefront at the way these teams match up. Um, So you have a younger guy in Kyle Shanahan leading San Francisco, and then obviously the the veteran and one of the best all time, you know, top five guy, easily top 10 in Andy Reid. What can his coordinators do uh, to stop the 49ers offense and give the Chiefs as much uh, time with the ball as possible. And Eric Bieniemy, uh his offense, what can he dial up against, uh, you know, the best or second best defense that the NFL had this year? Um, and they have been incredibly good this season, uh, kind of with a re- resurgence of Richard Sherman um, and the defensive line that they put together with uh, Armstead and Buckner and uh, Bosa, the, the second overall pick this year, uh, just really, really tough unit. Um, and who can find weaknesses? That's what it comes down to. I, I hope it's a good game. I hope it's close. I hope it's fun. I uh, just hope the Chiefs come out on top. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was not close until, what, midway through the fourth quarter, Packers 49ers. I'm a little surprised that this one was overturned. I thought Jimmy Graham definitely had the ball over the line. It didn't really matter. The Packers scored anyways. Uh, and they would score again and uh, try to make it close and interesting at the end. Like I said, the games were kind of flip-flopped. Um, but, I mean, you, I guess you can't. You don't want to doubt Aaron Rodgers, but it was a little, kind of too little too late. So I'm interested to see what happens with Green Bay because um, – you know, LaFleur took the team from, I think, 6-9-1 and one to, um, what, 12-4 and four this year or 13-3? I think 13-3. That's quite an improvement in, in one year under a first-year head coach. I But just looking at them, are they, they the worst two-seed that we've had in a while? I just – the Packers didn't impress me that much this year, and it's tough to say about a 13-win team, but – um, you know, they won some games though. They won a lot of games, but then there were games, those three losses, especially two of them that you're just like, how is this team, you know, a top three or four team in the league? 
and that's the game against the Chargers that they got blown out. And then on a Thursday night against the Eagles at home, that game was at Lambeau. And Justin talked about it last week. I just, the Packers to me, just that I just don't understand um, how they got to 13 and three. I, I, I guess a week, a weaker NFC North, although the Vikings made the playoffs. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's just something not right there. Not impressed by the defense. Offense generally pretty good. Um, line and blocking issues at times, but you know Rodgers, Adams, and Jones—it's a pretty decent trio. But I don't know. I, I Packers are a team to me that I think could fall off big time next year. I really, I really think that could happen. Um, of course, I say that every year about the Saints and Drew Brees, and they always prove me wrong. But I don't know. Something just seems seems different there. So, uh, congratulations to the 49ers and the Chiefs winning the NFC and AFC championships. Uh, 49ers are back for the first time since 2013. Um, again, like in the Chiefs, we already mentioned, 50 years for them. So great for uh, Kansas City. Uh, those teams are always, or excuse me, those uh, that program and those fans and, and uh, Arrowhead Stadium and all that, that lore that they have there. Um, you know, it's fun to have a team like the Chiefs in there. And the 49ers, historically, uh, one of the best as they will now go to attempt to tie the Patriots and Steelers with the most Super Bowl victories at six. San Francisco sits at five with Dallas. And uh, the Chiefs, uh, there's an opportunity to um, bring home a big one and their first one since uh, Super Bowl four. So, yeah, a lot of fun. Fun year in the NFL again, even if uh, it started off really poorly for my Dolphins uh, at, what, 0-8. Uh, they, they, they performed admirably and uh, got secured the number five pick in the draft, which uh, Justin and I will be talking about that, I'm sure, in the coming months. Um, next time we're on the air will be hopefully Saturday, so just a few days from now. We're going to have a show on Saturday this week as I'm unavailable on Sunday. And we're going to do uh, a Super Bowl-focused episode, but not this year's Super Bowl. We're going to do um, get back to one of our best-of series, which we haven't done in a long time. We're going to discuss, and we may have t- touched on this in the past, we're going to focus on it here, what are the our favorite or the best Super Bowls that we've seen. So that, you know, that goes back into maybe the late eighties, probably early nineties. And, uh, we're going to talk about our five favorite Super Bowls that we've witnessed. I'm sure I'll know what number one is for Justin because, well, why wouldn't it be? But, uh, the rest, uh, could be fun to talk about. And, um, then we are going to have a show the Saturday of Super Bowl weekend, the day before the Super Bowl, um, that'll be episode 294 and we will do our full Super Bowl preview Chiefs versus 49ers for Super Bowl 54. So, um, that pretty much is it for me this evening. Just wanted to do a quick short episode here to get something on the feed and, uh, appreciate you all joining me listening on the podcast for those of you that are listening or have ever listened to um, our feed on the podcast um, especially on apple Podcasts or google play if um, you could uh, be so helpful as to leave a five-star review for us it would really help get our name out there and get more listeners because that's what we want to have some interactivity and we have a very small active group on facebook and email and and text and and whatnot Um, but it's mostly family and friends and we'd love to get some uh, sports fans out there I would love to uh, talk to more and 
um, rating and commenting, um, liking, sharing, and then definitely leaving reviews on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Um, check us out on SoundCloud. You can find us in a variety of areas. Um, and, uh, yeah, we appreciate the feedback we do get. Um, we, uh, if there's ever an episode that you have or something you want us to focus on, just let us know. We're always looking for stuff, especially in the spring after the Super Bowl wraps up. We uh, have some free time from, uh, you know, basically February through April into May. We're looking for a few shows, topics, uh, mostly sports-related, but we do uh, – d- do some tangents from time to time. So if you have anything that you'd be interested in hearing us talk about, do let us know. Uh, last thing, shout outs before I go. Uh, the biggest one tomorrow is Natalie, my oldest daughter's birthday. So happy birthday to Natalie. It was uh, seven years ago. Things got pretty crazy in the lives of well, me and my wife as uh, she debuted at 3 a.m. So, uh, happy birthday to Natalie. Um, we love you very much. So, I think that's about it. I do that does remind me she keeps asking. We got to have a Nat Chats with Dad and, and debut hanging with Haley. So, all that hopefully is coming up to the feed. Um, and the, the feed on Apple Podcasts and Google Play is JMNJR Radio. Uh, we do not have an individual feed for the Joe Mays and JRF show. Everything that I do um, production-wise goes on that feed. So look for JMNJR Radio, and you'll get Joe Mays and JRF show, the shows with the girls, um, Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, all that good stuff is all in one place. So that's definitely at this time. So thanks for joining me for a short episode 292 of the Joe Mays and JRF show. Until next time, which again, this Saturday with JRAF, um, I'm Joe Mays. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Joe Mays and JRAF show. Tune in every Sunday for the latest sports discussions from Joe and Justin. Each episode is available live on Facebook Live and can be downloaded or streamed on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can interact with Joe and Justin on Facebook and Twitter. And stay up to date with the guys at JoeMaysAndJRAF.com. The Joe Mays and JRAF Show is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. For more info, visit JMNJRRadio.com.